Okay, guys, we're on your dynamo bet. We're in the middle of discussing this issue of uh, trying to make the theory the possibility of telling Kohanim they're not allowed to uh, drink at all forever and saying, according to, according to Rebbe, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. And maybe the same thing should be true for haircuts. So, so when it comes to haircuts, you can easily just um, run to get a haircut. Like if the bait is just dropped out of the sky, so the Kohanim is on their way to the, to the Harabai. They just stop at the local you know, haircutting place. They could trim and run over there. It wouldn't be such a big deal. So, let's, so we hear uh, um, in the top of Yazanim a bit, we'd say uh, in the third, last, third line, excuse me, Yahachi, the Gemara says, if that's the case, So the same thing could be true of Shtuyayin, that they could just sleep a little bit and go up. This would be in accordance with Rabbi Ami, uh, Rabbi, excuse me, like Rami Bar Abba. That uh, traveling a distance of one mil, which is like a kilometer, and any amount of sleeping uh, offsets the one. So Gemara says, "Love me, Itmar Allah, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rabba Barabua." But didn't Rav, didn't Rav Nachman, uh, in the name of Rabba Barabua, say about this? Lo shanu elak shishatashi or revi'it. That's only true though when you only drank a revi'it of wine. It's a relatively small amount. About shata yoter mi revi'it. If you drank more than a revi'it, kol shakein shederach matridato b'shinah mashkarto. And all the more so, the way makes him uh, makes it bothersome for him. You imagine like being drunk and like having to travel in the car. Not a good idea. And also uh, sleep. Makes him more drunk, or maybe you want to say like hungover in a certain sense, right? Like at a certain point, like if you're drinking enough, going to sleep isn't really. I mean, at some point it helps you, but the initial effect is not so good for you. So, Amar says like this: When it comes to drinking wine, and this was, the issue is excuse me. So the issue is that the rabbanan essentially were saying that you're not supposed to drink. Uh, wine, right? It was only Rebbe who said that Kohanim would drink wine. The Rebbe would say not. Uh, but when it comes to uh, uh, the haircut, it may be different. So Ravashi says something different. He said, no. When it comes to drinking wine, which is a chilul of the avoda, right? I mean, it's like, it's really like uh, inappropriate, right? It's, a, it, it's, you know, it's like an offense to the avoda to do it when you are drunk. So the Rabbanim made Xera that Kohanim should not drink wine. But Perue Rosh, the Lo Machli Avoda, but having like longer hair, which isn't a chilul of the Avoda. Maybe you don't look so great, but it's not a chilul of the Avoda itself, right? It wouldn't like affect how the Avoda is performed. So Lo Gazer Buhu Rabbanim. So the Rabbanim maybe wouldn't make a Xera in that case. That's another possibility how we make that distinction between uh, the two. It's like subjective and objective. Nobody knows that drunk is sort of very objective, but to say that a haircut is one to another is very subjective. Well, I think also it's an element of how the performance is being done. So it's sort of like so saying like driving drunk and driving with long hair. Like driving drunk, you, you've impaired your ability to drive. Long hair, you might say, well, I'm not a big fan of long hair and it doesn't look so nice, but it doesn't impair my ability to drive. You know, that might say also. Um, okay. The Gemara says like this. Mm, sorry, I lost my place. Meitave. Meitave. Here we go. Um... The Elu Shahin Bemita, these are the people who sort of deserve the death penalty. Rashi says, Bidei Shamayim, by the hands of heaven. Shituya Yayin Uprure Rosh, people who are, like, are drunk, I drank wine, and have let the hair grow long. So, Bishlama Shituya Yayin Behedjaktibu, Yayin Bishachar Altaist. So, I understand this, Shituya Yayin, because it says explicitly in the Pasuk, you shall not drink wine or alcoholic beverages. Okay, I get it. That's what Kohanim can't serve like that. What's the source that having long hair is a problem for the Kohen? As it says, 
This is the puzzle we recorded from Yechezkel yesterday, right? You're not supposed to um, let the hair grow long. Uchti batre the yayin lo yishu kol kohen bevoam el hachaser hapimit. And the puzzle says right next to that that they should not drink any wine, uh, any kohen should not drink wine when they come to the inner chamber. And we have this juxtaposition of those two ideas of the hair and the wine. Okay, so that's pretty harsh, but that's the that's the juxtaposition of these two things. But from that, we can also say the following. If it's what's true for the shtuya yayin, if you if you have drunk, so now you're being mechalel the avoda af pruei rosh the machle avoda. So maybe it's true with pruei rosh also. You're mechalel the avoda, and it's no good. Uh, Rashi says machle avoda chulin he kol shabbat. So maybe I should have said more clearly before. It's not just that you sort of like does something wrong with the avoda. You've hassled the avoda. Okay, so there's, there's two different points here. One is that the Gavra, the person himself, may be Chayav Mita if he uh, performs the Avodah having had wine in the system or maybe with long hair. Okay, but there's a second question of the like the, uh, the Achefs itself, the Avodah itself, is it no good? If it's done by a drunk person, so the answer is it's no good. So maybe the same should be true if someone's Pereh Rosh also should do the same thing. Now this is a... Uh, not so clear if this should be uh, this parenthesis should be there, but it says lo ki itkush lamita hu di itkush v'alachu lebo the lo itkush. So it's, this would be saying. Uh, so it seems like it seems like the, this this parenthesis is saying no. Essentially, the juxtaposition is limited in its effectiveness, and it's only about the issue of death penalty or the death from shemaim, but not for chilul avoda. Although without the parenthesis, we just say like it leaves us as like a rhetorical question, meaning obviously not not the case. Okay, so Amalei Ravina Ravashi. Ravina says Ravashi, Ha Mekami De'ata Yechezkel Man Amra. So Ravina says Ravashi, well, that's very nice that we have this source from Yechezkel that sort of links up the hair and the wine. But before Yechezkel came around, who said it? Meaning, it, it, you, can't, you can't just, I mean, it's nice that we have a source in the Nevi'im for this idea, but Nevi'im can't, like, introduce new new halachos. They can be inform us of sort of like, you know, details of, of mitzvah that maybe we weren't aware of the details, but they can't introduce new things. So what's going on? So who said it before that? So I'm relayed, Billy Tamech. So according to you, um, uh, according to your own reasoning, Hadamar of Chista, Dover Zamitar Moshe Lolamanu, Medivir Kabbalah Lolamanu, but according to you, you also had a statement like that. You said, this matter, we did not learn it from the Torah at Moshe, we learned it from Divrei Kabbalah, which is, uh, which is uh, the Nevi'im. Uh, as it says, Kol ben nechar arel leib arel basar lo yavo mitashi. Any person who is an arel, Okay, whether Arel Basar, meaning un- uncircumcised heart, whatever, uh, it's hard to define exactly what it is. It means sort of means something like callous, maybe. And Arel Basar means you're literally uh, uncircumcised. You cannot come to the Mikdash. Um, but again, that's also from Yechezkel. Hamikami da'at Yechezkel manam rasha. I asked you the same question. Before Yechezkel showed up, who, uh, who said such a thing? Who said such a thing? So, Ella Gemara Gamirla. So, Rabbi, you have to say it's a, it's a tradition, and the way we'll say it is a halacha la Moshe Misinai. Va'ati Yechazkal va'asmachalakran. Yechazkal came along and connected it to a pasuk. So, Hachanami Gemara Gamirla va'ati Yechazkal va'asmachalakra. So, here too, you have to say it's a, in Vidal, it's a tradition we had as a halacha la Moshe Misinai, but Yechazkal came along and connected it to a pasuk. So, and again, the apprentice says here, oh, that's only, it's only limited to the death penalty, but not to the avodah itself. So we can't learn halacha from the Vim, but when we do, we say it's just Moshe Messina. So it's really, you can. Sort of. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit of a common answer, right? Well, like, right, it's a question of sort of what the assumptions are, right? So like when, when we see evidence that someone does it, you really wouldn't do it. So when you see the Chachamim doing it, the assumption must be that they're not going to break the rules. So it must be that there was this tradition that they're uh, okay. functioning on, that they just came along later and 
connected, and it had to be connected by Yechezkel, or whatever, whoever the Navi would be. How do we know that it's not just one of the daily habits of the Chachamim at the time? No, you don't know. It's just a question of sort of like the, the, it's, it's the internal consistency of the Gemara. That's how you maintain the internal consistency. It's not a question of being like subject to outside, you know, uh, um, criticism. Okay. New subject. Here we go. Okay, we're talking about Megillah Tani. Remember, so we said, Kola Katubi Megillah Tanit, the Lola Mispa, the Fan of Asur, the Achamutar. Whatever is written in Megillah Tanit, not to do eulogies on those days. So the day before is, is prohibited. Also, you can't do eulogies the day before, but the day after, afterwards, you are lesser. So Tanit Rabbani, we learned a bright as follows. Elaine Yomin, the Lola Tana Bahon, the Mixaton, the Lola Mispa Bahon. These are the days not to fast on them, and for a small number of them, you're not allowed to do eulogies either. May Reish Yarcha, the Nisan, the Atman Yabay, eat Hokam Tamida. From the Rosh Chodesh Nisan until the eighth, the Tamid was established. The Lola Mispad Bahom, not to do eulogies. Mitmanya Baby Ad Sof Moada from the eighth until the end of the Moed, Pesach. Uh be about a cup of Nisan, I guess. Uh Itotav um Chaga de Shivuaya. The uh Chagha Shavuot was settled. The Lola Mispad Bahon also not to do uh eulogies. What are we talking about? What's going on here? So uh, Rashi explains here at uh, not so much length, but a little bit of length there. Um, the idea is that the Itokam Tamida, the idea of the Tamid, was that um, there were these machlo, the two machlokot, two disagreements between the, the Perushim, which is sort of like our uh, say religious ancestors, and then the Chachamim, and the Baitusim. The Baitusim are you know, Baitusians, but similar, they're similar to the Tzadukim. Right? They didn't really uh, accept the traditional, our traditional Torah Shabbat. Eh? Um, and there are two big machlokas that are discussed here. One is, can an individual person sponsor the Korban Tamid? The Baitusim thought they could, okay? And the Chachamim thought not. Okay, it's based on Sukim. Um, I don't think the Gemara gets into it. I think it's just Rashi talks about it, if I'm not mistaken. So, mm-hmm. Is there a source like a Sharish for Baitusim? Does it mean anything? It's based on people's names, I think. Baitus. The followers are Baitus. Okay. Um, one second. Oh, yeah, sorry. It says, Rashi says here, may raise Yarcha de Nisan. It's like, uh, I don't know, 10 lines up in the small lines in Rashi. Shayua Tzadukim Omrim Yachid Nidadev Mivit Tamid. The Tzadukim said that an individual person can donate the, the, the Korban Tamid. My Darush, whether it was our Drush on the Psukim, or it's not they didn't have any Drush at all, the Tzadukim, they did. It says, Eta Kevas Echad Ta'aseh. Singular, you shall do Okay, so that's a, so it's a singular language. It sounds like an individual person can sponsor. Maya Hadrulahu, whether they respond, the Chachamim, it says, Tishmiru. You shall plural safeguard. Okay, Lahakrif. So that so that's a machloket. So we say that it has to be communal funds, and they said you could do individual. So when we sort of itokam to me the means when we were established the halacha firmly that it had to be from communal funds, that was a celebration. Right? It was a victory of the Purushim over the Tzedukim. Same thing when it comes to Shavuot, it's a, more, a little bit more of a famous machloga, that the Pasuk says about when we start counting the spirit to Omer, it says, and what, actually when you offer the Korban to Omer, it says, mochorat ha-Shabbat, from the day after, quote-unquote, Shabbat. So the Tzedukim took that literally, it means the day after Shabbat, like Shabbat Breshit, meaning that the Korban Omer is offer, always offered on a Sunday. You start counting from there, 49 days, and Shavuot always falls out on a Sunday. And the Chachamim felt, no, that's not true. That it's always offered on the second day of Pesach, Shabbat meaning, in the context, just the day of Yom Tov. And therefore, Shavuot can fall out on all, all different days of the week. 
but the but the date of Shavuot would be more consistent. It's a, it's a very famous. That's a famous uh, machloket, okay? And that uh, when they settled that that was also on this uh, this time period, and that's why they had this celebratory days from the eighth till the uh, till the end of uh, Chag, okay? So that's the Gemara said. Now back in the Gemara, so. Um, the Gemara says, The Gemara says something to quibble here and say the, the length of time, or the, the, the range of time, seems to be a little bit unnecessary. We said from Rosh Chodesh Nisan until the 8th. So why Rosh Chodesh Nisan? Why do you have to say that? Because, Lema Mitrebe Nisan, you could just say it's from the second day of Nisan, for Rosh Chodesh Kufei Yom Tovu. You could say Rosh Chodesh, right? The first day of Nisan itself is a Yom Tov. Not really the Yom Tov, right? It means a special day. And it would also be prohibited to fast on that day. So there's no need in the Gilatani to repeat a special nature of Rosh Chodesh. So Amarav, lo nitzcha elalesh, or Yom Shalafanav. Okay? So Rav says, no, it's necessary for the, to prohibit the day beforehand. And if you only say from the, the second day of Nisan, so then the day before that, Rosh Chodesh, which anyways is us. But the Rosh Chodesh Nisan is a significant day. And why, why does that matter more? Because the day before, it's called like the 29th, whatever, right, of, of, of Adar, would also be uh, prohibited. So that's why we have to mention that the day is actually Rosh Chodesh, even though you know, yes, it's true. On some level, that's repetitive because it's, it's, we're anyways going to be not doing uh, Tainit and, and uh, Hespate on Rosh Chodesh, but the day before that becomes us. The says, wait a second. But the day before also. You can just say it's the day before Rosh Chodesh. So what's the big difference anyway? So it still doesn't make any sense. The says, no, here's a fundamental difference. Rosh Chodesh de Oraitu, or de Oraitu lo bai chizuk. Okay, the difference is that Rosh Chodesh is a, is a din de Oraitu. The Torah talks about Rosh Chodesh. When you have Rosh Chodesh, so yeah, Rosh Chodesh itself will have these halacha that uh, they are, uh, you're not going to do fasting or, or, uh, or, or eulogies on Rosh Chodesh itself. But the Oraita but doesn't need the extra help, like the strengthening of having the day before also. I mean, the day before is only an idea to strengthen these innovative days, special days that were instituted by the Rabbanan. So they also said, you know, let's not do the day before as well. But, uh, but the Doraita doesn't need that. Kamar says, Detanya, as it says in the Baraita, Hayamim ha'ela ha'kdevim mi'gilatanit lifneihem ulacharim asurim. Okay? It says that these days written mi'gilatanit before them and after them are prohibited, also in fasting or uh, eulogies. Shabbatov yamim tovim hein asurim lifneihem ulacharim utorim. For Shabbos and Yantif, the day itself is asur, it's true, but before and after is not a problem. It says explicitly, what's the difference between this words and that one? Halalu divrei Torah, v'divrei Torah and trichin chizuk. Halalu divrei sovrim, v'divrei sovrim, trichin chizuk. Okay? So that's the difference. Right? They don't need divrei Torah, and they don't need the chizuk. Divrei sovrim does need the chizuk. Okay, let's do a little bit more, if that's okay. Amar Mar, so it's stated, Mitmanya bevi asob mo'adu etotov ha'chaga de shavuayot, the little misbad. So again, the Gemara is going to ask the exact same question, but the end of Shavuot. The end of Pesach. We said, Lamali ad sof mo'ed. Why do you have to say till the last day of the mo'ed? Lema ad ha mo'ed. Just say until the mo'ed, but from the eighth until the chag starts. And mo'ed gube yom tovu v'asr. Again, right, the mo'ed itself is asr. Amar Papa, Amar Rav, just like Rav said, Lo nitzucha ela lesor yom shalafanav. Gemara says, Hachanami, lo nitzucha ela lesor yom shalacharav. Okay? So just the idea is to prohibit the day before. So here too is to prohibit the day after, which you wouldn't have if you just had it being uh, uh, Yom Tov Day. Okay, we'll stop there.